Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so a truck pulls up. Tasha and Bristow say they love a guy in a truck. Ugh. I hope, I hope the black community is disappointed in Tasha. Hi, hello, and welcome to another brand spanking new season of another Bachelor podcast. My name is Dylan. Saddled up next to one real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? Pat producer podcast over there, looking pretty grumpy behind my glasses. No, I'm a professional, Dylan, and I'm happy to be back to this audience. That uh, it's uh, tens and thousands of you, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people we could, that we don't can fill pay. Azteca Stadium socially distance, right? Yeah. Right. That a uh, bunch of people. We're back for all the free cheapos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we said we weren't going to hammer people with Patreon right at the show, oh. but I feel like you're. I'm not hammering anybody. Okay. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash another podcast network. Also, uh, guys, free feed of a new property we've begun, another podcast show. That's where we gab and goof about whatever we want. We're not really tethered to this marvelous franchise called The Bachelor or uh, this incarnation called The Bachelorette. Um, we talk about, you know, uh, I, I I talk to people in Jamaica who want me to join the Illuminati. Nick recounts the time when he was a homeless guy jerking punks off for quarters. And you talk about your marital disputes, which are so fucking hilarious. Also painful. But go over there and listen. <laughs> I would really honestly consider a pinnacle and considering the direction that this franchise that we're covering here yeah, tonight yeah, yeah. is is going, uh, it might be your only way to hear us week in, week out. Yep. Like Dylan said, gaff, goop, N- not goop, but you know, talk about stuff. No, no, no. That's I, like I, by the way, company. I love how we're starting this. Hey, go over and check out our other free stuff. All right. So patreon.com slash another podcast network. Guys, there is a new season on the horizon. How are we feeling about this use of our time hmm. is uh, is this our our thoughts in uh uh no well to to the uninitiated to new listeners this uh, Pat. this ushers in what is known as a fan favorite segment called general thoughts now it's a little heady so let me explain it that is a segment where we kind of talk about how we felt about the episode in a general manner. Uh, so, Pat, why don't you go first? Oh, well, I'm completely fucking with you, Nick. Why don't you go? Damn it. <laughs> Pat's having a rough night. I'm going to kick it back to Pat. Thank you, Nick. Knew you would do Well, it. I'll say this. Boy, <laughs> yeah. oh boy, the producing is back. Top notch. Oh, you yeah. Know, let's just, Bengalis are dancing tonight. That box, that guy in the box bit, 
totally paid off. But was it going to be someone she knew from her past? Oh boy, that would be an awkward surprise. Would it be a celebrity? Maybe Ashton Kutcher uh, dumped that girl. And you thought it was going to be Ashton Kutcher? I don't know. They teased that whole box thing for what? 48 minutes? But you thought it was going to be thought Ashton, it was gonna be Ashton Kutcher. And then, hey, it's a birthday box. What, what, what's this have to do with anything? No, it's just a guy in a box. Yeah, just yeah, some yeah. douchey guy in a box. And, well, I'll, we'll talk about this later, but it's m- very similar to... Uh, a monster in a scary movie. Hmm. You know, you, you can't you can't keep people guessing for that long. He has to be really hot or really scary. Like the it's just not going to go well if he's you know an eyebrowed waxed uh, you know juice head from wherever the fuck he's from. It's going to be a, a bad payoff. But you're in the middle of your my general, general thoughts, thoughts. Dylan. Although I did appreciate uh, that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So to kind of describe this, just this episode, which it's the first episode is always the worst, and I come off the meanest because the only thing that I can judge these people on is what they look like it for the most part <laughs> yeah uh, i will say this episode was tame and lame but uh that's pretty typical for it um and i'd also say just my general vibe of most of the guys on the show uh this season bunch of bitches if they let me on here at apex predator i would uh be taking uh, katie home you're an apex predator oh yes pat you're like 50 years old hmm. uh pot uh 60 okay you'd be taking katie home <laughs> She's sex positive. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Nick, why don't you go? You guys mentioned the box. I, too, have incredibly specific thoughts on the box, but now (laughs) is not the time for that. No, those are specific thoughts. Yeah. My my general thoughts on this episode are there's a lot of hype about how sex positive she is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like Pat said, uh, there's a lot of talk and... And not a lot of sucking and fucking, which yeah, I thought yeah. that implied. Right. But uh, and uh, we'll probably get attacked because this is there's a, a lot of people checking us out. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, sex positive, I guess, just doesn't mean you you have to have sex all no, the time. No, it doesn't it, mean you're a whore. It means you're sex positive. You just talk about it, I guess. But right. if you're gonna talk about it, be about it, Katie. Um, Yikes! Night one pots. Uh, God damn it! Sixty two. God damn it! <laughs> 75 pods. So we began. Hey, hey, hold on. Oh, okay. I got one more like little uh, 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 PSA or something for new listeners. A public service announcement. Yes, 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 yes. Yummy. Okay. I'm going to come at this season with a lot of positivity and I'm going to really enjoy it with the audience, especially the new listeners. I have to say this though, right at the top. We're going to say some uh, things that might uh, sound uh, a little. uh, You may be offended. You might be offended. Okay, and I mean really offended because we're not like those other wimp podcasts that are all going down like houses of cards. Yeah, the way we pitch ourselves to advertisers is we talk about the show the way that you guys do on your couch. You say horrible things about the people on TV because you know that that will never get to anyone else's ears. But fortunately or unfortunately for us. You listen to what we say. So if you listen to this episode in its entirety and you hate us and think that we're misogynist, uh, racist, uh, name name it, and you want to go over to iTunes ratings and reviews and give us one star, spare us. Get out of here now. Get out. <laughs> well, I would like you to keep listening and then listen to the entire season and then just leave five stars and say all the horrible things about us that you want. But leave five stars. So. I, I, I hope people are under the impression that we're the good boys of the Bachelor Recap Podcast right. world. We are, in fact, the bad boys. OK, can we talk Bachelor about the Recap fucking show? Oh, right, right, guys. Yeah. yeah. So we begin with the voice from uh, the trailers. Yeah. Glad he's working again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was distinctly not shitface Harrison. Um, uh, he settled for eight figures today, by the way. He's never coming back. Oh, did he really? Mm-hmm. 
I'm fine with that. I want to I want to see how you guys are. Um, you know, Harrison, sacrificial lamb and whatnot. Um, check out Howard Stern if you think uh, Chris Harrison is a Klansman. But um, every season when I heard his voice at the top of the show, I did an eye roll and I felt a here we go again nausea. And I kind of am happy that he's gone. How do you guys feel? Uh, well, I think it's one of those things where uh, if they replace you and no one cares, you, that means you were overpaid for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, overpaid on your way out. Like, uh, uh, you kind of did, didn't let's say eight figures. And they said mid eight figures, somewhere between 40 and $60 million, people are saying he got mm -hmm. to walk away from this uh, without an NDA and he had to keep his mouth shut for, about a lot of stuff. Oh, so the that was the price for the NDA? Mm -hmm. They offered him 10 I guess. So was he going to sue? Yeah. Oh, he was suing. Yeah. Oh, he was for suing. wrongful termination. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whew, that's an expensive <laughs> bet on uh, 2021 and the way that things are going. Um, uh, and I thought it was just another, holy shit. another example of the stronghold the patriarchy has thinking they mm -hmm. need two women to fill Chris mm -hmm. Harrison's shoes. Mm -hmm. It actually disgusted me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the guise we're giving more people opportunities. No, you're taking away half an opportunity for yes. both of these women. Exactly. One is a POC. You it, sons of bitches. It's like paying Ricky Gervais the same amount of money that you paid Amy Poehler and Tina Fey to host the Golden Globes. For. It's just a, they just split it up it was a great joke he did i'm sorry i included that so um i am really excited though we've got shadow boxing throughout the season we've got crying virgins we've got the classic camera following the stressed out lead throughout mm -hmm. the hotel there's no fence jumping though I don't no know. no 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 but i still think it's going to be a great season her um, fence jump was book my flight though that was like the big tease book my flight game uh, yeah. she, she's stepping she's trying to step the game up um all right so we <laughs> begin fuck your fence i'm gonna get on the plane <laughs> we begin in seattle and we get a refreshing moment that being katie calling out the lunacy of um, producers asking you to successfully act out the b-roll shots that we need mm -hmm. to start the season off uh, most content uh, contestants handle this with a um a psychopathic earnesty but katie is not that she's a little goofier so she says how do people do this and it's mm -hmm. a great question katie how do people do it mm -hmm. She's a little bit of a wild card. That's what I'm excited about. And I don't think it's any uh, uh, coincidence that they have uh, Caitlin, one of the best wild card bachelorettes sure. in history. Yeah, Aside yeah. from Ka uh, Claire makes my skin crawly. Who would have saw that coming? Right, right. <laughs> They're going to be giving advice and Tasha's going to be like, yeah, just take your time, follow your heart, go with the one you really love. And Caitlin's going to be like, fuck one of them. Like, that's why she's there. She she's, she's the wild she card. She's sex positive. She's, she's the wild positive. card, a.k.a. So Mickey's hatred of women, like you mentioned, is on display once again here. We are not at the sprawling estate that is nomenclature. We're at a Hyatt in the fucking desert. Another fucking dump. It I told them I didn't want to see this again. <laughs> it looks like a fucking state school with a pool. Uh, the room that she's in looks like shit. The views of the briars and the fucking thorns are harsh. How about some air conditioning in that dump? Did you see all these guys? They look like they're overdosing on fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> it's 130 degrees there's not a wall unit in sight this is unbelievable if Katie you don't, brought her own mirror there there's no feature for the mirror it's just slapped onto the table and i honestly think it's a pretty safe, safe bet that the staff of the hyatt regency to Maya resort and spa are all high on fentanyl hmm. yeah is yeah, that yeah. right although fentanyl is a confusing one to me it's like oh you can't do cocaine because there's fentanyl in it well what, what what why not first off i've heard the stories but why are people putting it's oh, that's for a, another podcast yeah, yeah. show so um 
if I could give this place zero dots, I would. Do you have a review on this? Uh, I'm going to read it next week. Okay, I think, great. Because I'm not prepared. Well, hey, we have plenty of time. We have but, plenty of time. But did you, is this in Albuquerque? I don't know. It's in New Mexico. Yeah, it's in Albuquerque. Ugh. Um, all right. So Katie thinks that she is all alone, but little does she know. Santa Fe's lovely Albuquerque. Ugh. Thelma and Louise survived that fall somehow. And no, they, they didn't. Here. It was a double suicide. <laughs> it was a double suicide. And by the way. No, they survived the fall. I know they're uh, here. Now, before Thelma and Louise show up, I want to point out a couple things. Yeah. Because Katie says some insane things. She says she knows she will meet her soulmate here. And I was thinking if soulmates new definition is meeting a stranger you barely know uh, and picking them and breaking up after a few months, a uh, few months. But despite that, you'll both move on to selling Papa John's pizza on your Instagram accounts. Yeah. That you're definitely find your soulmate here. Hey, you know, that's a super convoluted definition of soulmate. I, but I think that you're right. If she does think that that's what it means, mm-hmm. I think she's 100% right. She knows that she's going to meet that man here. And oh, he's here. And if he's she, here. She, if she does think that's what it means, <laughs> honestly, Katie and Pat might be soulmates because they're the only two people on the planet that think that's what it means. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hawk yeah. some Papa John's. And he lo- you love Papa John's. Love it. Get it with that extra sauce, light cheese. Yeah, it's disgusting garbage to kill us. Quick, quick, quick. But Pat loves it. Uh, better ingredients, better pizza. But you said, have you had a papadilla, Pat? <laughs> have you had the papadilla? No, sorry. Uh, uh, no, it's okay, uh, Pat. Did you just pull that example out of thin air? Or are they really getting into the influencer sponsor? They're game? in the influencer sponsor. Oh, Demario, really? uh, a friend of the show, he's hawking Papa John's on his Instagram. He's not. I'm not. Fr- I don't like. <laughs> I don't like Demario either. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to reach out to Papa Johnson see if we can get some of that Pete sweet sweet pizza. Nah, don't money let him listen you. to this show. Uh, so. <laughs> I said the papadilla. I said good things about the papadilla, Pat. Okay. So uh, Bristow and Tasha will be the new hosts of the season. They go inside and, uh, well, they they first do this little sneak up gag, which was really cute. Do uh, you have any comments on the Svengali's? Because I was thinking, Katie, if you're so surprised, how do you direct them inside so quickly? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Svengali's are strings or show. Hey, a uh, little sidebar note there. How pissed off is Rachel, Lindsay, and JoJo? About this. Oh, you think so? Oh, Rachel is probably really upset. Well, Rachel's taking a break from The Bachelor. She wouldn't, if they offered her this gig, she would have 110% taken. I think so, too. She's very upset by this. I think she left the franchise completely. She broke her contract. There there was a part where she took a break, but now, and it's definitely a break because she's going to be back, but I think she's saying it's not a break. Right. When she's, when the income starts drying up a little bit, she'll be back. Oh, yeah, they always are. Um, all right. So, uh, Tasha. Oh, excuse me. Katie asks Tasha and Bristow for the top two things they wish they knew. Top two? Two. Reminds me of Nick counting down Jeopardy contestants or hosts. <laughs> you go one to four to five to two to three. The top two things. Uh, am I harping on this? Too no, much? no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was illogical till it. Uh, top two. There's beauty in red. Um, all right. So Tasha says, don't rule out anyone. I thought Zach looked like, uh, you know, the Lisperer. I thought Zach looked like a pill addict, and I was right. <laughs> and I, I married him. So don't rule anyone out because you can find happiness too. Joe's he may rob me blind one night. And I'll wake up with a fucking gun to my head, but right now I'm happy. The man. So don't rule anyone out. Don't Sorry. rule anyone. I almost picked a guy who admitted uh, to throwing up, and I said, "When was that? As a teenager?" He said, 
six months ago. Right, right, right. And the guy I did pick tried to sell a gallbladder to get more Oxycontin. See what you're doing to people, Purdue? I was also going to give the selling the organ example of the one she did actually pick. No, it just reiterates the point. Yeah. The whole joke. How don't she rule pick anyone pick. out. Yeah, don't rule anyone right. out. All right, so uh, let's get to the limo exits and the lack of socks. First up, oh, I should say, but before we do, let's take a quick little break to hear a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Guys, this is an elixir the likes of which human beings have never fucking ingested. It is green. It is powerful. It will give you consistent energy throughout the day. You don't need to do a ton of Adderall like Thomas. You'll be asking people to touch your skin and sweating. It's just not good. Mm -hmm. You got to go to magicmind.co, enter in promo code code Katie to get 25% off the most divine productive drink on planet earth. You got anything to add? I do help us with our sponsors. Cause th- these are people, you know, this show and the content we're doing, you already heard me at this point in the episode. I say some really offensive things. Right. It's tough for us to find advertisers. One way you can help us is by uh, showing these advertisers. They uh, give us a little bit of money. Right. We'll give them their ROI. Yep. You know what I mean? You're helping us by helping them. You know what I'm saying? You're helping us. Yeah. You're helping the people who are supporting us, uh, Magic Mind, and you're also helping yourself because I'm telling you, you can kick an Adderall habit. If you you don't have to stop doing coffee, drink your cup of coffee, but add this daily shot, Ugh. matcha, some other earthy ingredients that just give you that slow drip of caffeine throughout the day so you're not crashing, you know, taking a midday nap. You're not skyrocketing and crashing and getting irritable. You that. will feel like a zen product. I don't think master. this is on the bottle and they're making any uh, promises of this, but when I do it, I bang my wife twice yep. in the same day. Yep. I haven't And done you that. hate sex. Well, I'm not a fan, especially not appointment sex, which my wife says we have to have sex at least once a week. You know what I did to her this week? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No We got done, and she's like, well, a little magic see you next mind week. down there. I guzzle a little magic mind. Okay. Pat said, she's I don't like, think. What the hell is this? Pat said, I don't think. I guarantee none of that is on the side of this bottle. Right. Uh, it's more the ingredients. You mean the it- personal anecdote about Pat <laughs> banging his wife twice? Yeah. She loved it, though. Uh, but the point is, she magic drink mind. More of that. Dot co 25% off with promo code Katie. The shit works. Let's get I, back to the show. I what well, before we do, I'm teasing a read. I'm teasing an ad read. During next week's ad read, I'm gonna tell a little anecdote about a little musician called Langhorn Slim. Shit changed his life. Uh, I'm gonna do a call-in for my wife Cherie and ask her how our 
Hey, can we get back to the fucking show now? All right. It's magic. How do you say it again? Magicmind.co promo code KD, 25% off. Let's get back to the show. All right. So first up, Thomas. Hmm. He's in real estate. Mm -hmm. Um, Do not pick this guy. Uh, 100% not, especially with this little speech he gives uh, out of the gate. Uh, He has deep admiration for her stepping into her strength, blah, 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 whatever that means. I hate when people just mix a bunch of words together and think it's going to come off as mean. Yeah, he's a Century 21 agent. I I bet this guy likes cuckold porn. Okay, that's one (laughs) thing. The second thing is that jacket he's wearing looks like he borrowed it from the Salvation Army. I'm not judging, but it looks like something you'd wear to prom. Right. And those sideburns are outrageous. You should be eliminated immediately uh, i love it when it's the bachelor at because we can pick on the guys so much easier and also i just think they do a, a better job casting the bachelorette mm-hmm. you know we've had some of the shittiest bachelors for the past three seasons um tangent it shouldn't be here where i'm putting it right. but um you know you ripping into that guy's outfit just kind of jogged my oh, brain oh i'm just getting warmed way. up uh, all right so aaron steps up next he says you're radiant and I am told often I have a nice smile. Katie, do not pick this guy. Oh, boy. What a fucking humble bragger. Um, here's my thing. Big, I'm, fat fucking jaw. He looks like Iggy Iggy. <laughs> I have to say this. He does look like an insurance agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Big, fucking, fat jaw. Uh, and, all right. And the and the star, uh, the future star of I don't like you, brogate. Right. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that? Uh, I, camera guys, can we capture what's going on at the house, please? So America isn't fucking. All right. Yeah, thank you. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But uh, I yeah. also want to say about Thomas, just actually like he's my favorite. And oh, my God. I think he could be Bachelor. Going back to the first. Guy. Are you trolling us right now? I'm. I like Thomas. Real estate. Uh, he has from the Poway. worst picker. Poway. The worst picker. Are you kidding? You remember can... when you loved that guy who used to hammer Papadias and then throw up? Remember when I loved Garrett and he won, and then I yeah, loved then other people who did well. Blue Lives Matter nut job. Yeah, I love him. Hey, no politics. Let's start attacking some other people. Andrew M. Starts speaking of uh, right wing nuts. Deputy District Attorney of Newport Beach, California. Oh, has to be. Seems like a nice guy, though. Kind of boring, but uh, that's who she should pick. But she will not. Uh, Yeah, he starts with a there she is. That's not a good sign. Uh, Not a good sign at all. Then he says, I want to let you know that I came here for you. As opposed to what? Kick rocks. Katie, do not pick this guy. Mm-hmm. David, up next, New York Minute guy. He's wearing capris. Is that um, what that was? The it, It's not capris. Go dig some clams out of the Hudson. <laughs> you look ridiculous. It, the, the, the hem on the pant is going up, 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 up. Every season. It's unbelievable. And the pants are too tight. I don't want to see the wrinkles in your balls. No one needs to see no that. No one needs to see that. It looks like you're smuggling raisins. And now he, he calls himself a New Yorker, but he left for Nashville. That's what it said on screen, unless it was some sort of a mistake. No, no, I think... Excuse me. We're going to war with China. If you can hear the MIG above us, that is definitely... It's confusing because MIG is Russian, like... Said we're going to war with China. I said we're going to war with China and Russia. Right. So Katie utters the words, they're all tens. <laughs> what? Sure. And then comes an almost 40-year-old Michael. He is a quote-unquote business owner. Probably means he's a sex trafficker. Um, and he brings her an heirloom. Um, he's looking around like he's got a dime bag in his pocket. 
And then he pulls out a watch, says it's 200 years old. I don't hate this gag. He says, it's a joke. I got it at the airport. I just don't think that the shakes add to the performance. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not pulling it off. You're too nervous. Just and, say hi. And also, uh, he could have pulled off James Bond type shit, but he's got those weird eyes. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really. Beady? Yeah, I don't know what it was. They were sunken also. <laughs> okay. Beady and sunken. Katie, do not pick this game. Two non-desirable qualities in eyes. Uh, all right, so really quickly, we cut back to the guys um, in, the, uh, in the Hyatt. And I think Thomas, Nick's favorite, uh, says, uh, she looks good tonight, huh, boys? Like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he, man. Says, he says he swallowed his bow tie. Thomas, it is around your neck. What the fuck are you talking about? This is people just talking. Mm-hmm. He has a mental disability. Or it could be fentanyl. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, quickly, yeah. quickly about Michael, though. He said the words... Uh, the magic words that signify you definitely are a creep. He goes, I'm not a creep. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. Um, so a truck pulls up. Tasha and Bristow say they love a guy in a truck. Ugh. I hope, I hope the black community is disappointed in Tasha. <laughs> How OJ can you get? She's from the County of Orange and she loves guys in trucks. Tasha. You're you're blowing it, okay? And I know everyone can be their true self, but come on. But Dylan, didn't that, didn't that win you back when they cut to Tasha and Caitlin again, and they were both eating their mouths filled with popcorn? I hey Pat, I fell out of my seat. Pat, it didn't. That part crushed me. I, I was with you on that one. Right. Uh, all right. So, um, Trey, quirky music plays as Trey erupts out of the ball pit. In the bed of the truck. Um, we had a package on Trey. Uh, Trey reads Latin. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm kidding. That's kind of tight. No, 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 no. There, <clears throat> Trey, Trey was not tight. He also cited knowing 40 characters of pie. Uh, and uh, you kind of said it before, but it, it, memorization is the lowest form of intelligence. Spelling is. Uh, memorization is like the, the, the one, like the... Right. Thing people say a lot. Got you're it. you're saying is spelling yeah. is the lowest form of intelligence. Right. Some people would say spelling is a form of memorization, but not if you really understand the words. This guy is a pseudo intellectual, and I'm not buying any of it. Well, I kind of like him. Um, I he do says, too. He says he sings a lot, though. So, yeah, but um, he's here to have a ball with her. He says. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say, you know, I just don't think he's attractive. Trey, enough. no way. He's not attractive enough. Um, I like him. But Katie, do not pick that guy. <laughs> so Greg steps out next. Oh, boy. You got a lot of thoughts on oh, Greg? Oh, I'm a little concerned about Greg. All right. Well, uh, let me. He looks like he puts his fingers in other people's bums and smells his fingers. Completely. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I don't know where you're getting that from, but he steps Dylan, out. Dylan, people appreciate my uh, criminal profiler-like abilities to distill a human being's character down in just a few words immediately. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I get to the Shahim? Do you, does he look like he smells his fingers? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So um, he's a New York dude. He's got a big family. Um. I have written, get off this show, you know, uh, go people, go meet people normally. You're a good looking accountant. I don't know what you're doing here. Mm. Um, With that being said, I do feel he'll win the show 
if she doesn't pull a Claire and go for the hottest guy. It just makes sense, these two. They, he's he's goofy but cute. His family can be the one that she's always wanted. His Oedipus complex will drive a wedge between Katie and his mother, and you know the relationship will fail as a result of that. But that's about as good as you can ask for mm-hmm. from this show. 100%. From this show. Right. I'm still confused about you, uh, what you said about him so wanting to smell shit. Off. What do you mean by that? Like, what does, if you could pick a, a fault in his character, uh, like a more concrete thing and not he shoves his fingers at people's ass. I don't know how it comes poop. to me. I am merely a vessel. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder if what your muse's name is. Uh, I found, uh, I don't, Robbie. I, I wouldn't say this speaks for or against Greg's character, yeah. but his doppelganger is the dad from Homeward Bound. They look, okay. they look a lot alike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can kind of uh, not see that at all. It's just every, everybody Google it. Now, Dylan, you mentioned that uh, that Katie should pick this guy, but she might pick a better look. Hang guy. on one second, though. If you're pulling together like a diptych of the two of them right now it's you shouldn't do that okay because you should just be here present with us talking about the show well you're not you're fucking around on google trying to pull a picture of greg and the guy that he doesn't look like so we can get them side by side and then me and pat will go yeah you showed us these two already they don't look anything alike but i'm also screen recording so then i'll have it okay so uh pat what were you saying oh i was gonna say uh your concern for katie is that she'll probably not pick the guy that's mr right she'll pick the best looking guy that she's most attracted to and that happens to be the next guy in the limo procession. Who was that? Was that Brendan? Gabriel? Oh, my wife. She kept saying over and over. He kind of looks like oh, James Franco. No, no way. This she guy thought gets to he was end. so hot. He's the one that uh, did the breathing exercise. Yeah, my looked- wife started fingering herself. So, mm-hmm. wow. She noted he had nice hands. Showstopper. I thought he looked like a rapist. Uh, he does a breathing hug that was really, really creepy. And Tasha and Bristow are unreliable narrators. Uh, they say he took her breath away. <laughs> Someone took him prop glasses. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you mean? Katie, do not pick this guy. Um, all right. Next up, John, bartender. Uh, better than real estate agent. Uh, he looks like he should be in a high school, like a varsity soccer jersey coming out of the limo. He looks like a child. I, I'm going to say this guy is uh, here for the wrong reasons. Yeah. He's a bartender at Pacific Beach. He's 27 years old. And he's got his hair slicked back like that. He's yeah. definitely having sex with 45-year-old divorcees. 100%, 100%. I'm glad you brought up the hair, Nick. I uh, It was so shiny, I thought I could see myself watching him in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So we get a few guys that aren't going to make it past episode four. We've got Josh. He said 20% excited, 80% something else. Uh, oh, oh, the stats guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, this was yeah. interesting. Let me give you the breakdown because he uh, decided to give her percentages on his feelings and, and thoughts for the night. He says, I'm 20% goofy looking. I'm 70% boring, 10% bubble ass, and I have a 0% chance of going on. <laughs> hey, Pat, I feel like a mean bitch right now. <laughs> that, is, that is so fun. 
<laughs> and for those at home that don't know and they're new to the program, we uh, have contacts to pay a stenographer who writes complete transcripts of the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you're wondering how it's a very Pat expensive service that was we able to for. quote word for word. Right, right, right. Now we're jumping around here, Dylan. Are you going to talk about Carl B, the motivational speaker from Miami 34? Well, Carl is not up yet, according to my notes. Well, we skipped over um, a bunch of people that aren't going to even make it past the first night. Well, we we've haven't got, yet. We've got Landon McConaughey's ugly nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got uh, Carl. Yeah, then I've got Carl. Well, we have Austin, the real estate investor, wearing a chain. Uh, the only uh, jewelry a man should watch uh, wear is a watch. I don't like that chain. Yeah. It looks absurd. The the pandemic was so evident when you looked at where all these people were from. It was every different beach town in Southern California. Right, right. Uh, and then a couple Redondo, places. <laughs> Newport. This guy was Mission Viejo. Right, right. <laughs> uh-huh. Where are these places? And don't say you're from Los Angeles because you're not from fucking Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we get a package on Carl. Carl Smith. His whole family wonders what's wrong with him. So naturally, he gives other people life advice. Mm -hmm. He's a motivational speaker. Katie, do not pick this guy. He has the face of a motivational speaker, too. They all have that stuck, scary face. Mm -hmm. You know, like Tony Robbins has a very intense face. Mm-hmm. You know, Carl's got, he doesn't look like Tony Robbins, but he's got the same horrifying countenance. Well, Dylan, what really triggered me is I don't like a motivational speaker at the age of 34. Uh, <laughs> right. you know, I need some gray in your hair. If yeah, you're going to start yeah, telling yeah. people how to live their lives, you need to have loved and lost. You don't know what you're talking about. It's like being a, a director of a, a gangbang poor and be a, a virgin. Yeah. Or it's like, just like that. How would you know? Yeah. Or like a 16 year old doing a stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. I've and, seen that before. It's horrible. Yeah. And, and if you must uh, be a 34 year old motivational uh, speaker, I at least want to see your domicile, where you live. Uh, a little peek behind the curtain before I start listening to the snake oil you're selling. Yeah. I, it reminds me of 90 Day Fiance. You remember that guy who uh, taught women how to be better women? <laughs> uh, okay. So Andrew S. arrives yeah, in a Model T. And turns on the British accent. Uh, we've got a package on this fella. Uh, plays football in Austria. Katie, do not pick this guy. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of kidding. He seems like a good dude, and he seems like he's going to go a long way or eliminate it tonight. I don't think that's going to happen um, because it happened already. Uh, God, these notes are tricky with the time. Well, you're bragging about playing football in Australia is like uh, saying you're uh, an assistant crack whore under a bridge. Not quite, but it's not uh, the career aspirations aren't, uh, you know, sky high or anything like that. That's what I was doing the comparison. Right. Mm -hmm. I I like that he wasn't giving up the dream, uh, just hoping for the call somehow during the the pandemic and <laughs> continuing to play overseas. Yeah. Uh, he does look like Giannis Atatekempo. Yes, he does a little bit, uh, though not as freakishly huge. Um, so, oh, one last note on Andrew. As he goes in the house, he says, I made an impression. He, he was really happy with his performance. He did. Well, I'd have to remind him. It started out. He basically lied. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. Some, um, someone, some girl did that in the beginning of Matt James's season, but she didn't break it to him. Remember? Right. He, yeah. She did the Aussie uh, accent. Sometimes these jokes, right? Uh, you go a little dig a little deeper. That could manifest itself later in the relationship. He was pulling off a pretty good lie there. That means he's a manipulator. Mm-hmm. It was a great point, but she sussed out his lie. So maybe they're a good yin and yang because she wasn't having it, having it. But like, I actually say ying. Uh, what is that? Say ying. I did. Yin. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the type, <laughs> this is the type of character. He's got two phones, and before he goes into the house or apartment where he lives with his girlfriend, he hides it in a planter uh, near the door. You sound like a racist New York cop on the beat, just pointing at two Asian guys. <laughs> Hey, look at it over there. It's fucking yin and yang. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> I actually thought his British accent was really good. That's, yeah, that's I thought one it was good too. None of us have mentioned yet. I think we're all in agreement. Uh, he, and it, I, I, there's something really appealing about that. Uh, I love these like British hip hop artists. Uh, there's a whole wave you of them. Are, Especially the female ones. You I, I are like, such trash, I like dude. I like Skepta. Oh my God. <laughs> a Skepta. I, I can confidently say, aside from the Foo Fighters, British hip hop is my least favorite music on planet. It's the most awful thing to listen to. Do not play any <laughs> fucking second of it. All right. So um, moped guy, like you said, Chris Angel mm -hmm. uh, looks like uh, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, just with a tan. Uh, what are you doing with this haircut? Mm. What's he? Thirty five. Mm hmm. The bang still in a heart shape, like an anime character. You look like you're, uh, you're like the, a punk rock uh, singer from Kingdom Hearts. He looks like he works at Amoeba Records, but would never admit that to anybody that lives in his hometown. Right. He'd say we, he's a record producer or something. Are we talking about, uh, he looked like, to me, uh, uh, Johnny Depp wannabe? Like yeah, 21 Jump from Street? From a Tim Burton yeah, yeah, yeah. film, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so next up, we've got uh, the guy that throws his underwear. Is that Connor B? Uh, I don't the math know. teacher that really wants to be a musician. Oh, is that He says him? Katie's gorgeous. Get out the lie detector. Oh, wait. whoa. That's really disgusting. Wait, no, no, no. I've been trashing all the guys. I think Katie's really, really pretty. My wife me said too. this, uh, so I'm going to just say what my wife said so it doesn't come back to me if they want it. You already me. said what your wife said, but she in your said own words. She said for most of these guys, because my wife is a fan of these guys, she thinks they're really attractive. I disagree with her. Okay. She says the pick of the litter here is far better than what got thrown at Tasha and Claire makes my skin crawly right, season. Okay. Um, and she said that most of these guys uh, wouldn't even uh, give Katie a second thought. Or if they did, it would be a hit it and quit it situation. All right. Sheree is a, Sheree is a cold, cold person. Yell at Sheree. And if you want to leave a bad review for us, make sure you mention her name. I'll show it to her. Her middle name's Amore. All right. So uh, Hunter is up next. He's a... I had him on a sound gross too. Uh, he's a very ugly, ugly man. <laughs> Dylan. He looks like Quasimodo. He brings a fish. <laughs> Dylan, he looks like a gorilla. He brings a fish. He looks like a gorilla. Uh, Jeff comes up next. He is... Whew, what a character. I wish we got to spend some more time with him. Uh, he lives in a van. We'll get to his attempt to rape the bachelorette later. Uh, but let's get to the present. This is our first moment mm. where we get the big, big box and we wonder, just like Brad did, what is in it? Mm. Now, I mentioned this was always going to be anticlimactic because it's not going to be an Adonis. 
It's and not going to be Ashton Kutcher. It's not going to be Ashton Kutcher. So whatever comes out of this box is going to be a colossal disappointment. And it was. Oh, yes, it was. I know he scoffed at Pat uh, for thinking it was going to be Ashton Kutcher, but I thought it was going to be Matthew Perry. Right. Or or maybe someone, her, the first guy she ever dated. He just flew out here secretly seeing if he could, re, you know, rehash an old yeah, flame. I would love that. And they would cut up to Tasha and Brissa and they'd go, oh, my God, who is that? Is that an ex-boyfriend? A little Ross Gurgle action. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Brendan is up next. Comes out with a lot of confidence for a failed hockey player. Um, and a trainee. You shouldn't <laughs> have, well, you're bragging about what you do for, for your occupation. It shouldn't say trainee after it. Yeah, well, he's a firefighter, and he is not going to get hired because uh, the fire departments have a lot of diversity quotas they need to hit. And also, your father hates you. Uh, Katie, do not pick this guy. His pants were too tight. I also am not a fan, still not a fan of the dress shoes with no socks. He looks absurd and he has a bubble ass. Uh, Marcus is up next. Sweetheart. Big, big eyebrows. Um, Nice guy. I don't know why this guy got uh, a dedicated hello. He'll be gone very very soon. (laughs) Uh, We got a package on the next guy. It's Mike the Virgin. He's not afraid of sex positivity, but he is afraid of sin. He speaks like a youth pastor. Katie, do not pick this guy. Sex positive. He's positively into sucking cock. 100%. Dude, you are... Robbie's really speaking through you tonight. Oh, yeah. You're really disgusting. This isn't me. (laughs) He's just a vessel, and who's ever injecting him with this knowledge was spot on with Colton, so maybe we should listen to the man, all right, where there's smoke. Where there's gay smoke, there's gay fight. 100%. I called it with Colton, and then a bunch of people said I was a misogynist, a bigot, or something like that. And yeah. then look who is right now. What Sometimes you gay, have to wait. What does gay fire look like? Uh, it just does it just dance a little bit more? Yeah, just more sparkle. Okay, gentlemen, would you like the Webster's uh, definition? Because uh, we've been throwing around the word uh, word sex positivity on the show. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex positivity is an attitude towards human sexuality that regards all consensual sex activities as fundamentally healthy and pleasurable, encouraging sexual pleasure and ex- experimentation. The sex positive movement. I like how we have a movement about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People just want to come. Right. Jesus Christ, boy. Yeah. Also advocates for comprehensive sex education and safe sex. So yeah. pull out, people. <clears throat> Merriam-Webster has really, really been good of late at uh, making up uh, wacky definitions for made-up words. They've really been trafficking well in that. So, um, oh, oh, they've been taken over by politicized groups and can no longer be trusted, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mike that's looks like... That's not what cornucopia means, <laughs> Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> Mike looks like... Uh, uh, fitness fitness nut and experimenter of his own body ben greenfield hmm. who's that yeah you'd know is that papadia we talked about him back in the day he's this psycho guy who unplugs all his electronics before he goes to bed because he doesn't want the blue light radiance to like fuck up his magnetic field every single thing the guy puts into his body is to improve import performance or to a b test to yeah. see if it improves performance but mike looks a lot like oh. him and seems to have his same yeah, that guy of, uh, needs to discipline. get thrown into a fucking soft room he sounds like a nut job oh he's um, an absolute nut job but a body that absolutely does not quit all right so next up we've got uh cody he is a zipper sales manager which sounds like an ad lib uh tasha <laughs> says that he is so handsome for her for her tasha for her will you shut up what are you talking about tasha 
You should be better at this. You've been on this show so many fucking She's times. She's trying to earn that 15K she got paid. <laughs> yeah. Zipper sales manager sounds like someone who's bad at words with friends. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the right one? No, not words with friends. Cards Against Humanity. It's like, that's not funny. There's no, right. There's no show. Right. Hey, why didn't you pick mine? Because it wasn't funny, Alan. Everybody uses Helen Keller. They think that's their ace in uh, the hole. Oprah crying into a lean cuisine. Got it. Yeah. That game is so fucking stupid. Zipper sales. Just talk manager. to each other. Everybody just talk to one another. That's it. Open a bottle of wine and have a conversation. Now, I want to point something out uh, for the next couple dudes that come out here. And this includes Cody, the zipper salesman. Uh, I'd forgotten this whole sex positivity thing and Katie kind of using this as a real uh, d- definition of who she is about her. It's a big part of the character she's created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, she had a dildo in her hand for the first three episodes. That's so. my point. So all these pigs, she doesn't understand how stupid we are. They're all coming in here thinking, I'm going to really sex this up and she's going to dig it. And they're not wrong. I'm just saying this is I've never seen this much crass behavior of of suitors coming to try and woo the affections of a woman. Does it uh, offend your delicate sensibilities? I would be offended if someone showed up with a a blow up doll with cum all over it named Sandy. Well, I don't think there was a ton of cum, but let's talk about it. Um, I don't remember. Oh, it's it's Cody. What a Um, sicko. Nice. Good segue, Pat. Yeah. So they um, they could have gotten a doll that didn't look like a golden girl for him to uh, walk out there with. But I, I thought he committed to the bit. There are some dolls that look like dolls, but maybe they she would have been weirded out. She's probably think, well, maybe he did come in this thing. Jesus, because they're dolls that look like real women. Have you uh, shopped around? No, no. I, those get pretty pricey. But oh, yeah. So so I don't blame them. How for, do you know? I don't, I, I don't oh, blame yeah. I, I, I feel, How do you know? <laughs> I feel like the authenticity of the the doll would have actually ruined the bit, uh, but that's why I thought they pussed out because you got to go with the doll that actually has the hole in the mouth. Right. Uh, we yeah. had one uh, kicking around in college, going house to house. It'd show up in your car, what have you, <laughs> as a fun prank. Oh, as a fun. No one actually fucked them. Oh up. no, we weren't all taking turns fucking it. No. Oh, okay. Uh, but I would uh, put it Sick in my out. car to take the carpool lane to. Uh, uh, to, the, to the suburbs of Minnesota. You kidding? No, I don't think it would work. But it was funny. And maybe it. Oh uh, no, it worked. <laughs> no, people it are looking in your windows. It doesn't work. Pretty intently. Put that's a hat they, on it. That's how they make their money. Uh, oh yeah, I dressed her up. It's like uh, that episode of Curb where uh, I duct taped her mouth shut. Larry uh, picks up a uh, sex positive uh, worker on the side of the road. Uh, puts her in his cart. He wants to get to the Dodger game. He needs her to get in the diamond lane. <laughs> so he pays her for his time just to use the carpool lane. Genius. All right. Ticket. <clears throat> so uh, Justin, the painter, is up next. Uh, he talks about beating off. He wants to stroke one out on her. See, Katie, you get what you you reap what you sow, kid. Boston guy also talks about rubbing one out. She eats it up. I love this Boston douchebag guy. He's my favorite. <laughs> I like people from that part of the country. Thanks. Well, you're... <sighs> Um, so Courtney is up next. That name is not spelled correctly. Uh, he wants her to come and he can eat pussy for hours. He Call says. him Pinhead. 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 I'm not saying that because he's not smart. It's because his head literally looks like the it's tip a of a very, head. very small, small head. And that name is not spelled correctly. This man is coming on very, very strong. Katie, do not pick this guy. Uh, he came too heavy at the end with the sexual puns, but I loved all the keywords. I haven't heard that many in the row since Gloria was on Jeopardy in White Man Can't Jump. Mm. Shout out for all you that get that one. 
Nick just uh, shot an air pistol at the camera. <laughs> Free video this year. Go to our YouTube, another Bachelor podcast. He shot a, an air pistol at the camera. So Connor B is up next. Uh, he comes out in a cat uh, cat costume. I, I think we're getting confused here. I thought this was the guy who was the third grade teacher. Uh, he's also a, a teacher. He's a math teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know which teacher has dreams of being a musician, but whichever one it is, do not pick that one, Katie, mm-hmm. because... That is just not good. Now, once you're a third grade teacher, just, you know, stick to being a third grade teacher. You're not going to be a musician. It's not going to happen. It is the one that came out as a cat. He's a teacher in Nashville, uh, eighth grade math teacher. But either way, it's like you're not committing to a profession. It is kind of, I feel like, a vagrant. He's probably a substitute if he really dug enough. Yep. Uh, But uh, Jed vibes coming off him despite the Total Jed vibes. Despite the funny cat costume. I mean, that actually, maybe he's got a jingle food commercial. Jingle. How does that jingle go again? Better Bowl. How does it go? Somebody did deserve Uh, but they, the you mentioned one of the lines that Katie said. They have her mic'd up, and in between men, she'll like she gets to like say a line, like improv a line, mm-hmm. and they throw it in there for him. She was like digging the cat. Yeah, I, I would just crush this. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, I'd have something lined up. If this guy walked away, it would have been like, what a pussy. <laughs> Shoot the air pistol. <laughs> Shoot the air pistol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Carl says, who wants to compete with that when he sees the guy in the cat costume? <laughs> I don't know, anyone in a suit right. with socks on? <laughs> this Jesus one, I have Christ. An, I have an admission, and this is something I want to say about overall the rest of this episode. The guys are too cordial. Uh, later, I don't want to get ahead of myself, we have a, a mild dust-up of two douchebags from San Diego that know each other and with don't like no each other. context because the cameras didn't catch it. Exactly. Um, but, uh, I don't fucking like you. I don't like you. Oh, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know man. what you're talking about. I don't, yeah, I don't fucking know, like you. Well, all right, man. <laughs> uh, but I, I, at this point, I, the show kind of loses me. I believe we've gone through all the limos and now we're cutting to the side. And my one critique that I, uh, main critique that I have of this particular episode, uh, we've never not had a villain show their hand in the first episode the first night. there is not a single villain everyone's playing it they're all being too nice to we're each gonna other. have a villain it'll be the we already got the two-on-one set up um i think it's alan is that his name what's uh, no, aaron. aaron aaron okay aaron fat fat jaw looks like josh from uh uh the challenge hmm. so um james gets wheeled in uh, in the box um uh, we'll get to that later. Let huge, me tell you what I would have done. Huge disappointment. This show. I would have kicked it over like a That's a what I would have done. Yeah, I would have yeah. started cracking claws away. I'd be on my fourth claw. <laughs> right. I'd start antagonizing <laughs> some of the guys. I'd start <laughs> yeah. dancing or something yeah. like that. Apex show. Predator. Uh-huh. Right. And then I would, my first move is I would have said, get out of that box. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Uh, I actually, okay. I actually thought the whole thing was just an incredible homage. I don't know if people caught it earlier, but I was talking about the one with Chandler in the box, season four, episode mm. eight of Friends. Right. When, when I've brought this one up before, but yeah, when Chandler uh, to apologize to Joey for kissing Kathy stays in the box during Thanksgiving, and he has a hilarious moment when it's really tense at dinner and it's silence, and all of a sudden you hear Chandler from the box. He goes, "You can't tell, but I'm breaking the tension by mooning you guys." All right, so Katie comes in. She says, "Quarantine sucked, huh?" And uh, one guy from the back goes, uh, "It was worth it." 
I have to do say, not pick that guy. Don't pick that guy. Don't pick that guy. I liked her little speech here. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the rattling that fucking ice that I was struggling to hear her little cute little speech over, it, it, it would have been fun. Come on, producer, step up. You don't remember that? What? As she's doing that speech, she's shaking because I, I don't think she's gotten her dose of fentanyl. That will be a running. Oh, she's on fentanyl too. I don't know. Okay. A lot of sweating going on and a lot of fast talking. <laughs> and fentanyl is a depressant, I think. No, 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 no. It's made in China labs. It's here to uh, actually, you were asking about cocaine earlier. The reason that they're mixing with the cocaine is you can, uh, it's a cheaper derivative of, uh, of uh, an amphetamine. It's deadly. You know? No, it's not an amphetamine. It's, it's like a, it's like a pain. It's for pain. It's an amphetamine. No, it's the opposite of. Kills hey, people, so pr- uh, British accent, guys. I mean, so did. Uh, all right. Uh, I I came into this believing I was on Dylan's like train of thought. I thought it was like for opiates, painkillers, whatever. Was confused by why they it's cut an it with elephant cocaine. tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. I think your con- I almost died on that in Vegas once. Your confidence though is swaying me, but he was wrong about that restaurant being on Sunset. So I don't know what Santa to Mark believe Boulevard. anymore. Mm-hmm. That was so funny. Um, and you're right. When I'm wrong, I don't say it enough. Thanks. So British accent guy is up first. He's great. I just love this guy. Um, you know, sorry to break from shitting on the show, but I just, I think he's a good dude. Um, he's, and I don't want to say dark horse. Um, not even a dark horse. Like he's, I think he's going to be in the top four pretty easily. Can I tell you one thing that I did kind of like this? Uh, except for Thomas, who I believe is up. I also called him the sweating guy. Uh, dude, please uh, well, check yourself. on all that fentanyl. <laughs> please check yourself into the uh, nurse at first aid uh, because you're talking too fast. And I'm pretty sh- sure you swallowed a fatal dose of fentanyl. Uh, but uh, he thanks her for her uh, being a calming effect to him. Yeah. So this is yeah, so ironic and also very funny. This is Nick's favorite guy. <laughs> Maybe the fentanyl was in his tie. Uh, this is the guy who swallowed the bow tie on his neck uh on his neck and he's asking the other guys to feel his pulse <laughs> he's like i think i might be od and he is drenched in sweat so maybe not fentanyl but perhaps he's on like 50 milligrams of adderall right now because he is drenched in sweat and he's making no sense and he's talking a mile a minute mm-hmm. um all right boston douchebag guy is up oh next. no we got blade is Thomas. that the guy that brings out the crystals blade Guy with the earring. Oh. Colin Blade. He looks like Wesley Snipes from Blade. He also wore an earring. Colin Blade. Can we move on? Sure. Wesley Snipes, also in White Man Can't Jump. Isn't it crazy how the world works, guys? In what way? Wesley Snipes is everywhere. Okay, so Jewish Justin Long sits down and blows her away with this pasta necklace. Justin Long isn't Jewish? This dude. I said the Jew sits down, and I was like, "That's I, you're going to get in trouble if you... Uh, well, I could say the Jew sits down. It would be a little tough coming out of your mouth, but as ah. the resident heave in the room... I think it's okay. This and is also the, the guy who smells uh, his fingers. Uh, yeah, I still don't know what you mean by that, um, but... This dude is going to get his fucking heart ripped in half. She's going to pull a Claire. He will be left at the altar. Mark my words. Which guy? Jewish Justin Long. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Oh, right. My yeah. wife says he's uh, the fr- the front runner. Oh, yeah. He got um, the first impression, Rose. He, I don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Way to walk out. Of we got another hour of hey, podcasting. Hey, what? Your wife's a real gumshoe. 
uh, he says his family is everything. And I like that little speech because they're having real conversations. Remember, we've had a couple seasons with people that are far too young to be exploring these experiences and conversations. Sure, like Kit Kat. So you just get a bunch of dumb accolades, right? Yeah. People, they're kind of saying, talking real is my point. We're having yeah. real conversations and the uncomfortableness of a first date or whatever. This guy's got game. It's he's a, also got a little bit of vocal fry, my friend. Well, he's got a slow roll game. I, I think that... Um, I, I just, you know, I don't want to say he reminds me of myself, but I know where this guy's coming from. He's, he's going to play it cute and he's, he's in for the long haul. Well, and you mentioned though, the problem is going to be when they do a hometown and he introduces to his, you know, his Jewish mom. Uh, did you I think hear? they're Italian, but yeah. Well, for the sake of a running <laughs> gag, that's really insensitive. Uh, Dylan, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but uh, what's the difference between a pit bull and a Jewish mother? Uh, pit bulls cook better. Now, Jostra pit bull eventually lets go. Oh, pretty much. I was pretty much right. Mm -hmm. I love that. that hey, by the way, uh, the Dylan's Jewish. By the way, you want to hear another Jew joke? Please. Gentile walks into a suit store. He sees a seersucker on the wall. He says, "This is a beautiful suit. How much is it?" The uh, clerk says, three hundred ninety-five dollars." He says, "I'll take it." It's uh, a Jew joke, as a, but it's a Gentile, because uh, the Jew would haggle. You mentioned you mentioned how Greg has has a game. It's he's, yeah. just, he's just unassuming. He definitely does. He's got a, his his suit, and I'm going to use the word again is unassuming. Yes. And underneath, we saw him in the mirror in his package earlier. Has a body. Has on, a body, which is like that's some quiet confidence. Yes. Uh, meekness is not weakness. It is power under control. A hundred percent. And this guy has it. He even said at one point, he's like. He's like, she's the type of girl I would walk up to at a bar. Like oh. half these chosh fobs aren't the type of guy to approach someone at a bar. Yep. Not, definitely not that guy with the weird sunken beady eyes like we talked about. <laughs> now, these guys are DM sluts. Yeah. These guys yeah. are DM sluts. These That's guys, the problem. They don't know how intimacy anymore, you fucking yeah, You got to go to a watering hole. You have no game. You're sweating. You're talking about eating your tie. You're asking other guys <laughs> to feel your neck. It's very weird. Uh, do less Adderall. So we got a little pickup hockey game, and then we get to the ball pit. Trey is uh, she hops in the ball pit with Trey. I I think he's just such a good dude, but again, he's just not he's not attractive. Trey, no for way. Show. I want to say this though: a real pitiful <laughs> example of the Bachelor trying to do another play with. Oh, look at her all into all those balls. Like let the puns just happen. Sure, sickening, Sex positive. Um, yeah, don't force puns, idiots. <laughs> Because I forced them. Yes. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, Justin is up next. I think he's the painter. Uh, yeah. He shows her a beautiful painting, but a creepy one at that. He says, there's a void in the middle. I have a void in my heart, too. Well, hey, pal, you're freaking her out. Well, he also, he gives her a choice. He says, uh, this third grader level painting I'm perform making for oh, you. Oh, stop it, Pat. Uh, come on. If you give me the first kiss, I'll finish it. Well, he does get the first kiss, and it is anticlimactic. Can we move on? Yeah, the first impression roast gets sat down on the table, and it's that bald bastard that uh, works behind the scenes. We've seen him time and time again. Right, right. He drives the truck. But I, I'm still talking about the the artist. Yeah. If, if, that, if he is any good... And that rendering was anywhere near what his art actually looks like at this moment. Yeah. I, if you're listening, go drive yourself to urgent care immediately. That A, hearts aren't actually heart shaped like that. Yeah. And there's a hole in yours. So right. please mm. go get help. Huge problem. I actually don't know how he's standing and kissing. 
But the fact that he's soldiering on, maybe he is here. For yeah, the he's right got reasons. a lot of toughness. Um, so yes, uh, Justin Long gets the um, first impression rose. Uh, well, the real estate. A- oh, excuse me. No, no, no. We got a little bit. Yeah. The first impression rose gets dropped. Yes. That's when uh, the real estate agent lets everyone know that this is when stuff gets real. Yeah. I love that guy that really bites in the end of the process. Thank you, master of the obvious. Right. Yeah. Or whatever that means. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're the uh, loser that the producers are going to drag around like a like a dog on one of those crude vet collars. Well, Harris is in here. Right. Harrison is in here. We need someone to kind of let us know where we are. Sure. Um, so, um, we now must get to Jeff mm-hmm. who takes Katie into his van. Uh, great move. <laughs> he says, I'm, I promise I'm not going to drug you and rape you while I'm eating <laughs> celery. The guy knocks it out of the park. Akin, <laughs> he does. akin to saying, I'm not a creep. Uh, it, that is like exhibit a, you are yeah. going to drug and rape someone saying you're not going to. Do, it's so not a given already. Don't bring it up. <laughs> hey, anybody ask, sits me down and asks if I'd like uh, some tea while sitting in a, a busted out RV with a with a broken uh, yeah, front, yeah, yeah. front headlight, they probably wear people's skin. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And tea with no ice at that. You know, he just, oh, he cracked a can of Arizona and just dumped it into two <laughs> plastic cups that look like they're glass, but they're not glass. And and there is a right way to do this. I mean, Dean has a van converted into an absolute Deany fuck baby. Shack. Dean is hot, though. He is an absolute fuck shack, though. If this guy, this guy could clean, clean himself up, slick his hair back and not care and do a little bit better, but he's in a time capsule from 1988. Oh, no, he likes looking like a creep. Okay, so uh, the cat guy is somehow killing it. Uh, This doesn't make any fucking sense. They're hammering each other in the face. She's really, really loving this dude. Uh, I, I... you can like cats, but still not want to fuck a grown adult who came in a cat costume. I, I just don't understand what's going on. Well, it doesn't he do some bull- lay some bullshit on her too? He says that uh, like coming into this building, uh, uh, she's been so nice and real, and right? Not right. hurtful to other people, right? And I recall the memory is like, didn't she get in trouble for calling a girl a slut on no, her last season? No, no, no. She was the uh, the anti bullying advocate, right? But wasn't she a bully as well, though? No, no, no. She was an anti-bullying advocate. But again, wasn't she I've a mean girl? Uh, Hell hath no fury like anti-bullying advocates on I Twitter. I think she came off pretty mean in her seat. No, she was the anti-bullying advocate. I think she was a sweetheart, actually. <laughs> she, she just made people who bully feel less than and uh, yeah. to the point where they want to kill themselves. Yeah. She wasn't a bully, Pat. How did you not get she this? She was anti-bully. Uh, so uh, the guy with the dog named Tommy is up next, uh, putting the pieces together. She's a huge cat person. Uh, speaking of, we moved into a new place this week. Uh, our cat disappeared this morning for many, many hours. Uh, she might be gone for good. Uh, go to another podcast show to find out what happened next. Uh, I was a nightmare of a morning. Was that a good tease? I don't think it was. Oh yeah, I want to hear what happened. Do, I, I think it was semi evil tease. Yeah, you think uh, it was fucked up? You're, I, you're we found the cat too, so I think oh, karmically it's t- fucked up. Dylan, say, don't like, give away the ending. You had that tease. I was like ready to listen. Now that I know the cat's fine, wh- why do I need to? Well, go? there's more to the story, but go to another podcast show. Uh, uh, just search it on Apple Podcasts. It's a terrible tease. 
I apologize. So, spoiler um, alert, it's an ad for Apple Tags. Um, this dude is Joe Latrulio for, uh, from Burning Love. Uh, if you haven't seen it, he's the guy that shows up with a picture of his child on his shirt. Um, <laughs> he's the I have a kid at home dad who uh, FaceTimes him every day. What are you doing here, dude? Uh, uh, you, you're not going to win. You're not hot enough to sell Herbalife on your Instagram. And you have a child at home. There's no reason for you to be here at all. And children these days, because they're seeing the rest of the world. And, you know, people that are having kids usually are uh, giving them a wonderful life. This child will remember that you dumped him for three months to go film some st- stupid TV show. Yeah. He's going to get a book out of this. And it's going to be all about how horrible a dad you were. Yes. Trust Pat. you, me. Pat, we're kind of on the same page, but I feel like I'm one step ahead of you. I, how old is this kid? Probably seven, 17, eight years old. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, we'll reach out to this kid. Oh, get him. Get him on the pod. See what he has. See what 30 year old fucking Aaron. Has. I would love to talk to a child. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyways, the first impression, Rose, gets handed to Greg. God, is this guy Justin Long? He's doing such a great job tonight. I mean, he's just he stamped his ticket for the final. Well, a lot of people have got that first impression, Rose, Dylan. They kind of trick you. They can fall in the background. I'd love to see the stats on that. They're not in Pat's favor. They are. Unless you're Matt James when you uh, give the first impression, Rose, to a deaf girl, and then you find out that she's deaf, and you go, ooh. <laughs> And that's not me. That's Matt James, who yeah, is a that. pure, unadulterated piece of shit. See what he did to his father on national TV? Hey, he was the Chris Hansen of, of <laughs> a childhood trauma. That was some ugly stuff. He said it so many times. So let's get to the rose ceremony. Pat, you poor fuck. It's time for the first one of the season. Pat, let me get a roll call. Who is staying? Dylan, I hate to disappoint both you and Nikki because I know that you guys uh, depend on me. To and end the, the entire show. audience. Right. You do. You really do. I have a confession to make. I fell asleep, kind of. My eyes were open, uh, so I wasn't able to put together this. But I'd also say for the audience and for their perception of me as a class, uh, classy podcaster, generally in the roll call, I say pretty uh, mean things about the contestants, albeit true. For me to roll through these gentlemen's uh, names once again and then just shit all over them. Do you have this be, excuse written up or are you just kind of I'm riffing. It top of it's mind? It's good, though. It's okay, pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah. So I am going it's to horse shit, but forego right. my first because I want to get to know them better <laughs> right. so I can really dig in on them next Okay, week. you better not have a roll call for the first episode of next season because mm-hmm. it'll be too much. It's too much, Dylan. You don't feel like I've attacked them enough? Although I will say I do have one last moment. It's more of a, uh, a overall thought on all the guys. Hit it, Nikki. Pussy, pussy, pussy. I hate this pussy. so much. Nikki, We're doing are you ready? the first episode pussy, we're doing this. Pussy. Nikki, are you so ready? I'm not. Stupid. I don't think I can Try do it. Pussy. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Turn the music off. Turn it off. Ah. All right. So we, a bunch of guys stay, and I'll figure out who they are, and I, I plan on really letting them have it next week. Who goes home, Dilly? Uh, Ray, Ben, Jeff, get it. and my chemical romance goes Only home. two guys went home? I think more, but we have uh, performed <laughs> a dereliction of duty this evening, but it's been a long episode at that. So, guys, thanks for listening to the first episode. It's 
it'll get better throughout the season. The first episode is always a bit of a doozy. Guys, go to magicmind.co, enter in promo code BACHELOR for how many percent off? 25. 25% 25% off. 25% off Magic Mind. Holy smokes. Go to magicmind.co if you want clean, consistent energy. Use promo code BACHELOR. Also, what is it? Promo code Katie. Oh, promo code Katie. Bachelor wasn't working, and we're switching it up. Promo, promo code, code Katie. Katie. And it's spelled regularly. <laughs> Go to another podcast show if you want to hear us talk about, you know, Roy Cohn and uh, fast food reviews and, uh, you know, Chet Hanks. Anything, you know, that's top of mind if you don't want to hear us talk about The Bachelor. Also, patreon.com slash another podcast network. You'll get tons of video. You'll get Juan Pablo's three entire weeks season. of continuous our voices for three weeks. I did the math on how many shows we've done over yeah. the last year. There it's is a lot three of content weeks. there. So if you want to hear us more, please give us five bucks. I want to hit a thousand by the end of June. And then Pat, tell them about the iTunes uh, ratings and reviews. Oh, uh, go over and uh, give us five stars. If you hated this and then you're trying to scramble to find out where, uh, find us on that iTunes to give us one star, uh, go fuck yourself. Okay, great. So we'll be back next week. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick say goodbye. Goodbye. Pat say goodbye. Later dudes. Later dudes.